Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh, can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony Transcribed. K is for Kroger, C is for Cut, B is for Beef. KCB means Kroger Cut Beef, and Kroger Cut Beef means more meat for your money. Yes, Kroger Cut Beef gives you more meat less waste. And the reason is this. Before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. Mind you, that's before the meat is weighed and priced, which means more meat for your money. And it's top U.S. government grades of beef. It's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. Yes, in Kroger cut beef, you get a better value in top grade beef. For example, take a specific cut of beef, say a Kroger cut chuck roast. Before the roast is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess waste and stringy meat. That means you get a better value because you get more solid meat, only a minimum of bone. Yes, you receive more meat, less waste, whether you buy a steak or roast. So visit your neighborhood Kroger store soon. Get Kroger cut beef. It gives you more meat for your money. And now, Hearts in Harmony. Penny Gibbs' sudden interest in wealthy Barry Carlton has grown rapidly. There was a time not long ago when she considered Barry hardly more than a friend. But today, Penny readily admits she is in love with him. But unknown to Penny, someone else is interested in Barry, too. Penny's friend, Peg Martin, says to her little daughter... Come here, Julie. I want to talk to you. Yes, Mommy. But I didn't do anything wrong, did I? No, but I'm going to teach you to do something right. Mommy, you're mad at me. No, no, dear. Mommy's not mad at you. Mommy's just upset. Did I do it, Mommy? No, Julie. It's nothing you've done. But you can help Mommy if you're a good little girl. And a smart one. I try to be good. Yes, and you are. I'm very proud of you. Yeah? Yes. You're pretty and sweet, and you're the kind of little girl any mother would be proud of. Why? Why? Why, because you're everything a little girl should be. But it isn't nice for little girls to want to hear about themselves. Well, I like to hear things about my own self. It's fun. Yes, I suppose it is. But we'll have fun some other time, darling. Your mommy's very upset about something, but... You can help her feel better if you want to. Yes, I want to, Mommy. I always like it when you feel good. You're awful nice. Well, how would you like to make me feel so good that I'm the nicest you've ever seen me? Why well, like that? Fine. Now, you put down your doll and listen to me. Well, I can listen and hold my doll, too. Mother said put down your doll. If you want to make me happy, you'll start by doing what I tell you to do. Yes, Mommy. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Mommy, what is it? Now, how would you like a beautiful doll carriage and even a doll bed? A 
doll bed with real blankets? Mm-hmm. And real sheets and pillowcases and everything a beautiful doll should have. Oh, I'd love it, Mommy. But you said I couldn't because it costs money. Yes, darling, it does. But your Uncle Barry wants to buy you a doll carriage and a doll bed. He does? Well, I think he does. He was looking at them in a store window the other afternoon, and he said if he knew a little girl who wanted those things, he'd buy them for her. Oh, did you tell him you knew a little girl like that? Oh, no, darling, I couldn't. That wouldn't have been polite. Oh, well, I have to tell him I'm that little girl. Oh, no, no, you mustn't. But there is a way for him to find out by himself. There is? Mm-hmm. Now, you like Uncle Barry, don't you? Yes, I like him. Just last best. What do you mean by that? Well, I mean, first best, I like Uncle Jed. And next best, I like Uncle Freddy. And next best, I like Uncle John. And last Now, darling, best, I you like... know that's very silly. You like Uncle Barry much better than you like the others. No, I don't. But you do, darling. He likes you much better than the others do. Oh, no, Mommy. Now, don't contradict your mother, Julie. I happen to know he does. If you're a nice little girl, you'll like him just as much as he likes you. How does a nice little girl find out how much anybody likes her? A nice little girl believes what her mother tells her. Uncle Barry loves you very much, Julie. So from now on, I want you to be very sweet to him and always be on your good behavior when he's around and not pay so much attention to the others. But, Mommy, I don't like... Now, you listen to me, do you understand? You do what I tell you and like it. But, Mommy, I don't know You don't need to know. You just do what you're told and don't ask why you're supposed to do it. Mommy, please don't be mad. Oh, you make me so angry with your stupidity. Sometimes I just want to... All right, Julie. I won't be angry, but you will do what I say, won't you? I will, if, if I know what to do. I told you what to do, you silly child. I told you that... Uh, I'm sorry, I, I didn't know anyone was in here. Just Julie and I, Mrs. Billings. Julie was telling me how your husband is her favorite... Well, Julie, I think you're Jed's favorite, too. I am, Aunt Grace. Mm-hmm. See, Mommy, yes, I told... Yes, darling. So suppose you go in and see your Uncle Jed and show him just how much you like him. Oh, he knows. He said I'm his sweetheart. <laughs> and you are, too, Julie. But you're not going to take him away from me, are you? Oh, no, Aunt Grace. Because girls don't marry their uncles. They marry their husbands. Oh, <laughs> that's right, Julie, they do. Well, you run along and see your Uncle Jed, Julie. Maybe he'll tell you where you can find a husband. Well, I don't want a husband now, Mommy. I have to wait till my dolls grow up and get married. Then I can get married, too. <laughs> That's right, you do. Uncle Jed! Uncle Jed, do you want to play house with me? Oh, really? <laughs> oh, Peg, you have the most delightful daughter. <laughs> Thank you, Mrs. Billings. I've had bad luck all my life, but good luck with my child. She is adorable. But you can't expect too much of her, Peg. What do you mean? Peg, what's the matter? What did you mean by that remark? Why, nothing, darling. I just meant you can't expect a child Julie's age to be perfect. Oh, I'm sorry. I suppose you think I'm a fool for jumping at you like that. Well, undoubtedly, I said something I, I didn't that... understand what you said, Mrs. Billings. I had something else on my mind at the time. I hope you'll forgive me. Well, there's, there's nothing to forgive, dear. Well, I shouldn't have snapped at you. I'm just upset, that's all. I feel awfully guilty imposing on Penny this way, and... It's imposing on you and Mr. Billings, too, having Julie here. I, 
I think my conscience is bothering me. Peg, you know you've been more than welcome here ever since the day you arrived, and you're doubly welcome now that Julie's here, too. You don't know how much fun it is for older people to have a youngster in the house. But she is a nuisance sometimes. I, I know she is. Well, if she is, she's the kind of nuisance we like. Now, I don't want to hear another word from you about imposing. You and your daughter are welcome here. Penny, are you going out with Barry tonight? Is that why you're sewing? No, Mother, this is something I've been meaning to do for some time. Oh, but you do need a lot of clothes when you go out with someone like Barry Carlton, don't you? I'm not going out with him tonight, Mother, if that's what you want to know. No, I don't especially want to know. It's just that... Penny, w would you be angry if I talked to you about something? You can talk to me about anything you like. Well... This isn't something I like to talk about, dear, because it's... Well, it isn't fair to talk about anyone behind her back, but this is something I just have to talk over with someone. Well, what is it, darling? Oh, Penny, I... Well, I overheard something that Peg was saying to Julie a little while ago. Now, now I won't say that I heard it correctly. I mean, I understood what she was saying, but... I came in on the tail end of it, and what I missed may have some bearing on what I heard. Well, what did you hear? Well, something about Barry and about how Julie was to be especially nice to Barry. And that upset you. I don't know why it should. Well, if you'd heard the tone of Peg's voice, you'd know why. Oh, Mother, I don't see how a remark like that could have upset you, no matter what tone of voice Peg used. Well, well what meaning could it possibly have other than just what it means on the very surface? Peg wants Julie to be nice to Barry. Now, now, maybe Julie said she didn't like him. I'll admit that possibility. I said I didn't hear the first of the conversation. But, Penny, believe me, and don't tell me this is just my imagination, there was an undertone of unpleasant meaning in Peg's voice. And the child was obviously confused by what her mother was asking her to do. Certainly a child even as young as Julie can understand being nice to someone. You're not coming to the point in all this, Mother. You aren't upset because Julie was disturbed or because maybe Peg spoke harshly to Julie. What are you really disturbed about? About Peg. Penny, how well do you know her? How well do you understand her? I've known her for years, Mother. She was my friend in camp days, my best friend. I couldn't get along without her. Well, that was then. What about now? Peg is no different now. But you are. You must have been pretty much a child of Peg when you first knew each other. Well, she is six years older than I am. Maybe she still thinks I'm a child. Well, when you were 19 and she was 25, she had reason to look on you as a child. But now you're 25 and she's 31. The difference to your ages isn't as great anymore. Now you're really getting to the point, aren't you? I'm coming to something that has me terribly worried. Penny, is Peg Martin still the friend you think she is? Of course she is, darling. As a matter of fact, I think she's even a better friend than ever. What makes you think so? Because I have no reason not to think so. What she done to hurt me, what she said against me. Nothing. Nothing we know of, Penny. But don't you think that perhaps I discovered a little hint that Peg might be doing one thing for all of us to see and something else when we're not looking? Mother, what's the reason for all this? How does it fit in with Peg's asking Julie to be nice to Barry? Well, you and Peg are both very attractive young women. Being very much the same, you're both deserving of the same things. But sometimes there isn't enough of one thing to go around. Mother, I have never heard you speak so evasively. 
Are you talking about Barry Carlton? Yes, I am. Mother, you're a darling, but sometimes you're like a little child. Penny, wouldn't any woman who's gone through what Peg's gone through jump at the chance to marry someone like Barry Carlton? Yes, Mother, if her best friend weren't in love with the same man. And if she weren't through with marriage herself. And if she weren't as honest as she's loyal. Penny, just how honest is she? I'll never question Peg's honesty, darling. And I don't want you to question it either. Well, I don't want you to be hurt because you failed to question Mother, it. you listen to me, please, just for a minute. I've made a great many mistakes in my life, and I expect I'll make a great many more, but I have learned my lesson about people. Be honest toward a person, and that person will return honesty. So loyalty, and you get loyalty in return. That's a fine way to feel, That's Penny. That's the way but... I do feel, Mother, and with reason. And I don't ever expect to have reason not to feel that way. Penny, I haven't done so well with my life that I feel qualified to criticize you for anything. But believe me, it frightens me because you're so willing to see only the good in people. Penny, in every one of us, there's something that's bad. Will Penny Gibbs heed her mother's warning before it's too late? Or is Grace worried over nothing? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. K-C-B... K-C-B. K-C-B means Kroger cut beef. And Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. That's right. Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. Because before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. For example, if porterhouse steak is your favorite, you'll find that at Kroger's you don't pay steak price for stringy ends and waste. The Kroger method of cutting beef removes the long stringy end and excess waste before the steak is weighed and priced. But see for yourself by visiting your Kroger store. Notice that you get more meat, less waste, and it's top U.S. government grades of beef. Beef that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. Remember, whether you buy a steak or roast, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat for your money. Yes, everybody's happy when you go to your neighborhood Kroger store for Kroger cut beef. Your family loves the deliciousness, the juicy flavor of Kroger beef. You love the way it cooks up so perfectly. And your pocketbook loves the fact that Kroger cut beef gives you more meat for your money. Get some without delay. Get Kroger cut beef and get more meat, less waste at your neighborhood Kroger store. Be sure to listen in tomorrow, same time, same station, for another absorbing transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony.